Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports cards, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always... Go Gators. There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Our lips are sealed. Can you hear them? That is the great vocals of Patrick Dooley. Jeff Cardozo alongside Jose is here. If you would like to call, you are more than welcome to. Doesn't matter what they say. News that I don't care about, but I will tell you. One of my least favorite Gator baseball players was traded. A.J. Puck? Yes. Very good. (laughs) It's sad that I knew that right (laughs) away. That was pretty good. So where'd he go? 
He's going to the freaking Marlins, so now I gotta like Yay! get closer to him. No, you but then you already hate the Marlins, right? Because you're a Braves fan. Well, you're a Braves fan. Yeah, but they're still yeah, they're in the division. You gotta hate them. I don't hate anyone. Now you can hate them more. I don't hate anyone except for, well, one. There's one person I dislike very much in my life. But are you looking at him right now? <laughs> no, not at all. I am. Uh, I've been trying to figure out my hate meter for the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. because all right so and and one day we may do we may break this totally down I'm just going to give you the short version okay obviously like let me put it this way t-shirt worthy if I will I buy a t-shirt if they get knocked out okay hey Kentucky whoever they lose to I've got a long record. Yeah. I've got a St. Peter's shirt. I've got a North Carolina shirt. Blah, blah, blah. I've had many of those. So you know I'm going to buy one. The problem is that one year they lost to Auburn. I couldn't buy an Auburn shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, Kansas, because Kansas could do what Florida did, which is the last team to do it, which is go back to back. So I'm rooting against them. Plus, Bill Self cheats like crap. Mm-hmm. He's a terrible human being. We all know that. Alabama, because I don't want anybody to ever do what Florida did going baseball, I mean basketball, football. So I got to root against Alabama, even though I like NATOs, I like their team. They're got a good team. Got to root against them. I but that, so by the end, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be down to 68 teams. I'm rooting against. Okay. Yeah, but that means though, this year I think it's only. Two shirts you'd have to buy. No, I I would buy if somebody knocked off Alabama. Yeah, I probably wouldn't buy. It'd just be Alabama and Kansas. Yeah, because you want Alabama to lose. Yeah, but they might not even make the tournament. What about Miami? Miami, which may be in the top six or seven teams in the country. Do you want them to win it all? The Hurricanes? Oh, they're unbelievable. I watched them play the other night. They were. They are. They're always talk. They're twenty-one and five. 21 wins. I'm telling you, if like, let's just say, I don't know, St. Mary's knocks them off, am I buying a St. Mary's t-shirt? Jeff, you know me. Probably. It's happening. So there's four right there I got to worry about. All right, but what if UCLA knocks them off? You're not buying a UCLA t-shirt. I will. Are you only doing it because it's a cooler t-shirt? No, but here's why I would buy it. Uh, I don't have any affiliation to UCLA, but UCLA... Which is where Andy Lopez went, by the way, from earlier discussion. I know. UCLA sent me a helmet for the golf tournament, uh, and again, we're we're talk. We've kind of pitched it as, "Hey, we're trying to honor Mike Leach, who sent us a tournament uh, helmet for the golf tournament every year." For, I mean, when he was at Texas Tech, he did. When he was at Washington State, he did. When he was at, obviously, at Mississippi State, he did. And it means a lot. And we've gotten a bunch in already. We got one from UCLA, and I didn't even see the note. And Karen showed me the note today, and the note was from somebody from their staff. And they said, hey, this is the helmet we wore against Pitt. And my first reaction is, okay. And they go, look on the back. There's a pirate uh, insignia for Mike Leach. We were honoring Mike Leach for that game. I go, that's perfect. That's perfect. So I'm going to bid on that. Uh, So I'm, I'm... Pro UCLA. How about okay. that? 
right, Washington beats them. You can buy a Washington T-shirt? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I would buy a Huskies T-shirt, Husk, and it would say Huskies basketball on it. Okay. So I've got four right, right away off the top of my head. Kentucky, Miami, Kansas. It's going to get expensive then. Only, well, I don't have to buy them all. But I'm just thinking per- perspective. Because somebody may win it all from that group. You never know. Then you don't have to buy a T-shirt. I don't have to buy any T-shirts. I just like to do it. It makes me feel good. It's kind of like praying. It makes you feel better. You know? Mm-hmm. It just makes you feel more comfort comforted. That's the way I am with buying T-shirts. Oh, Lord, please let them lose this game. Which is kind of silly because he it, obviously... It's totally silly. Never it's ridiculous. ...want to interfere with the outcome of a game. I can't. Because you, you got people praying on both sides. Well, that's why... So I it's kind of silly. It's, it's just like with uh, superstitions. You have them, I'm sure. I'm sure there's something you do at a baseball game where, all right, bottom of the night, two out, bases loaded, and there's something you do where you move your pen to one side or you do you uh, can only stand up or whatever. I mean, I'm sure you have those, right? Because you're a baseball guy. No. You don't have any superstitions? Not as a broadcaster. I did as a player. What you don't? So you don't worry? Eh, win or lose, Gators – Aren't my concern. I, I don't have. I a, don't care about the Gators. Well, I don't have a say in what's going to happen just because I do something. That's what I believe in. I used my biggest one when during the Spurrier era was if I picked the pen up on offense, I I would hold the pen in my hand. On defense, I would always put it down between plays. It worked. Look how good they were. Yeah, it was all you. Good job. <laughs> all right, back to the phones we go. Let's get Tom to join us. Tom, what's up? Hey, guys. First of all, you got a really nice producer. Great guy. He's very good. Um, i got a baseball question for you. Okay. So so I'm watching this uh, this show, Tank, you know, with the guys that do the aquariums. Mm-hmm. And have you seen it before? I have not. Yeah, I have seen it. Okay. All right. So they're doing a, they're doing a tank for Johnny Damon. And they are looking for a place to put this tank, and they go down to – his bowling alley. <laughs> and on the back wall, he's got this huge Gator logo. And I don't know what his connection is to the Gators. Well, he actually was a Gator signee. Yep. And then uh, never showed up. He uh, ended up getting drafted high enough, so he, he was going to come to Florida and instead went right into the, was the he minors. Dr. Phillips? Yeah. 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 Dr. Phillips, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so that's, that's the Gator tie. So he's a fan, but that's correct. Not it, yeah, you know? no, uh, oh. never, never got, never made. Kind of like uh, AJ Przinsky. Yeah. Well, no, not exactly. <laughs> or kind of like think... uh, Kyle Tucker. Yeah. Okay. All right. The Gators well, signed I, I a lot of great players. This none of them ever showed. Austin up. Kearns yeah. was a really big oh, signee that, that never made it to campus. He went to the Reds. Reds, right? yeah. He yeah. was good for several years. Yeah. So. I remember well, him, so yeah. we're real good with recruiting. We just can't seem to get them. Um, well, they've gotten a lot of grass. pretty good players. I mean, okay. obviously, but you're going to miss out on some guys when you 
when you yeah, go after the best. Yeah, and you can say yeah. that about like you know Mike Trout didn't show up on campus. You know, so there's there's a lot of guys over the years that turned into superstars and they never made it to college. Yeah, Barry Bonds was committed here, right? No, no, he went to Arizona State. <laughs> I was trying to be funny, Jeff. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys, that's all I got today. Carry on. All right, Tom, good stuff. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Clemens was coming here. He went mm, to, went he's to Texas. flipped to Texas. Right at the last second. Last minute, yeah. All right, we're not uh, flipping. And don't flip the station because Dave Neal is uh, coming up next. We will uh, Who, who used to say and... no flipping? Do you know the answer to that? No idea. TV star? No. Mary Tyler Moore. Gary Shanley. On his the Gary Shanley show, or no, on, on Larry Sanders show. Well, yeah, see HBO. You don't watch like shows. You only watch certain HBO After Dark. Is that what you're <laughs> referring to? Skin and Max. All right, get a break. Come back with uh, get old no flipping Dave when we come back here on the tailgate. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 124-9384. 
from the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. After a warm afternoon, we'll see continued mild conditions through the overnight hours. In fact, lows by tomorrow morning only fall into the middle 50s. We'll see partly cloudy to mostly clear skies to most of the overnight. However, there is the potential for some patchy fog, especially after midnight, so that early Thursday morning commute could be slowed down just a smidge. Otherwise, we'll see plenty of sunshine tomorrow. Highs in the low 80s. Rain chances return Friday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. My top five scorers of all time. At number five all time, Kobe Bryant. At number four, Kevin Durant. At number three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. At number two, Wilt Chamberlain. And at number one, Michael Jordan. Not only led the league in scoring, which is what we mean when you say scoring champ, ten times. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hoop, there it is with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98, 1FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Tailgate, Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley. Jeff's excited because baseball is right around the corner, two days away. You're excited, aren't you? A tad. Yeah. It'll be are. good. But I'm excited because we have a great guest today, uh, our good friend Dave Neal from the SEC Network and uh, ESPN and uh, one of the best people. I, I told Jeff earlier today, Dave, that there's some guys I just can't listen to. Tonight I can actually listen to the game, put the sound on for the game because I love you and I love – uh, Sunvold, you guys are the best, I, to me, the best team out there. So well, I'll, wow. I will be listening to you. Jeez. Well, now I know why you're an award-winning radio show. <laughs> I'll get, you, get you everywhere. We just <laughs> we promote people. If we promote people, that gets you an award, yeah. Wait wait till you see it. how we uh, say goodbye to you. It's going to be pretty <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I always wonder what happens. You know, you, I get the immediate, they say, uh, thanks, Dave, see you later, click. click. And then I always wonder what happens the next three minutes. They go, <laughs> yeah. how did that clown get that job? Yeah, we'll, that, uh, that's, we'll let you hear that's what we do. We basically go, uh, <laughs> well, unfortunately, that was Dave Neal. But, uh, <laughs> no, you're, you're, the, you're the best, man. You know how I feel about you, and I know you know how yeah. Jeff feels about you. And I'm just being here in Gainesville, back in Gainesville, to watch a game. I mean, this team is uh, obviously not going the right direction, uh, but uh, it's certainly going to be interesting to watch how they finish out the season with these last – uh, what six games left? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, guys. Uh, today, shoot around. I mean, let's face it. Um, the Gators knew what what happened last Saturday. They knew that they they blew it. I mean, it was yeah. that that's a game you have to have. Um, you know, and I think that's we're going to learn a lot about Todd and his team, and you know how much his guys believe in him, and how much he believes in their guys in the next few games. Um, look, they got to win them all, you know, really to have any shot at all at this. Um, and that's not saying that they can't, but it's an uphill battle. Um, I just know that the sting of that one 
on Saturday, um, it, it's hard to put those to bed. Uh, you can say all the right things, but the players know they're not, you know, foolish. They, they, they read all the stuff and they can say all the right things, but um, how will it translate tonight? And I will say this, though. You do have a team in here that's wounded themselves in Ole Miss, so it's not like you're turning around and having to play Texas A&M or Mississippi State, two teams that will just physically beat you up and, and you know, uh, that are playing pretty good basketball. So there is that side of it. Um, but I'm anxious to see, you know, really I think like a lot of Gator fans probably uh, tonight to see just how they respond to that, that tough loss. Well, and, Dave, it's weird, too, because you, you say that, and it's Vandy for those that don't know what he's talking about. And then you look at the football season, it was the loss to Vandy yeah. for, for the football team. That Vandy kind of just really Florida. Like, what's, what's going on in this world? Like, Vandy all of a sudden is arch nemesis. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. that I, I, I might have done that Vandy-Florida game. I, I, something tells me that I had a couple of those last year, and they all kind of run together. Yeah. I hope it's not me. <laughs> I didn't do the Vandy basketball game. It though, could so be. So you're good. That one. Uh, but you know it's it is it's uh, it's a tough league this year. And early in the year, I thought we had really like four premier teams in this conference, including Kentucky and Arkansas. Thought they were in the mix, and as it turns out, I think we really have one. Tennessee has faltered here the last couple of weeks, and, and, and I still think Tennessee is a really good team. I mean, let's face it; they lost on buzzer beaters back to back games. That didn't happen very often. But nonetheless, I do think Alabama is the premier team in this league, and you can throw a hat over the rest of the league for the most part you know maybe Tennessee might be a little bit above some of these other clubs but let's just say three through ten I mean literally every game you could see the third place team fall to number seven in the league or the seventh place team jump up to four in the league uh, with five or six games to go in the regular season Um, I think there's a little bit more balance in the middle of the league than I've seen in the past but it's not as top heavy as it's been uh, you know, Joe Lenardi has six teams getting into the, the field with a, a, a Kentucky hanging there as a potential seventh team. Uh, but, you know, they're a – I don't even know how to describe what Kentucky is right now, but it's, <laughs> it's a mess. You know, I mean, you know it's a mess. And anybody that watches them play kind of figures that out. So, anyway, I just think that, you know, there's, there's a chance you finish 10th in the league and there's a chance you can maybe finish third or fourth in the league. Yeah. Um, and does that make the season better? if you're fourth but still don't get to the tournament, I don't know. Um, but at least there's something to play for. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird year, Dave, uh, in that I thought the the league was going to be unbelievable this year, and then it had a terrible non-conference uh, pre-conference pre, pre uh, conference schedule, did not do well, and then obviously in the uh, uh, Big 12 SEC Challenge go three and seven, it, it, they just haven't gotten enough wins to make the uh, conference games as meaningful as they should be. And it's it's really frustrating. I thought the league would be a lot better. There's a lot of great players in this league. And there are teams – like, I wouldn't want to play Texas A&M right now. I wouldn't no. want to, I wouldn't want to play – Tennessee's eventually going to figure some, some things out. We all know what Alabama is. Um, you know, there, there are some really good teams that could go far in the tournament, but they, uh, they may only end up with five in. Yeah. Um, which is a little bit of a contrast to where this league was trending, right? I mean, seven years ago, eight years ago, I'm losing my, my time frame, but the emphasis on the league to be better in basketball was a focus. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a true focus, uh, scheduling properly, making sure you're not conference games. You had enough quad two, quad three games, all that mathematical stuff 
that gets in deep into the woods with some of this. But it was definitely an emphasis on it. And I thought the league had figured it out. I mean, last year had a really good run yeah. through the Big 12 SEC Challenge and uh, really good basketball. And it really goes back maybe three or four years, the consistency of the play. But this year is definitely, I think, a step back. I mean, I look at Texas A&M, though, right? They finished, I, I can't remember what it was, six and five or something in the non-conference that had just some horrible losses. Um, but yet they figured it out. And right now they're in the tournament, uh, which helps the league despite those issues. Now, Texas A&M, which entering conference play wasn't much of a win. You know, a quad they weren't a quad one win for sure starting conference play. But now you have an opportunity to maybe pick up some of those much needed points in the in the system, the scale mm-hmm. uh, that we use in terms of the net and whatnot. But I just think that you're you hit it. This year's a disappointing league in terms of where we have been. Um, it's still better than it was 10 years ago. I mean, let's face it, yeah. we both were watching it. I yeah. mean, it was, it, was, it was tough. I mean, it was tough in this league to watch some of these games. But um, I think the league as a whole has to figure out the transfer portal, um, the NIL, all that stuff comes around. And, you know, having six, seven new guys, eight new guys on rosters, I mean, it's hard. I would hate to be a coach in this day and age trying to – to win year to year, you can't build anything anymore. And that's the tough part about it. Yep, certainly is. No, I was watching the LSU-Georgia game last night, and I was like going – I was thinking about poor McMahon. And I'm like, well, they've lost, what, 13 straight games now. And yep. I'm watching the game, and I'm like, I feel bad for him. I used to not feel bad for the LSU coach, just to go on the record and say that. <laughs> right. But I, I did feel bad for this guy because – I mean, he's he's had to build a roster from zero, and I, that rarely happens. Yeah, and um, by the way, Matt McMahon um, is – I've had him a couple times lately. I had him when he was at Murray State a few times and loved him there. He is a 180 from uh, the previous administration. <laughs> um, and he's a guy that you root for, you know. I mean, I certainly don't want anybody that you know, I'm not rooting for teams or anything, but I do root for people. And um, he's a great guy, and it's a struggle to watch them. And this team's playing pretty hard. They just don't have enough, you know, ammunition, yeah. really. Um, they could have won the game last easy. night, yeah. Yeah, it's been like that for like six games in a row for them. Um, and, I, yeah, 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 I kind of I know what you're saying. It's kind of hard to, you know, when, when you get a good guy and it's, you can just see it in his face, like, oh, here we go again kind of thing. And uh, Kermit Davis at Ole Miss, very similar situation. This is a team that – had numerous second half leads, and they just seem with five minutes to go in the game. It's sometimes like they forgot how to play, um, and it's not because Kermit can't coach. I think anybody that knows that guy's a heck of a ball coach. So, um, you know, it, it, tonight's a night for for Florida to get back some confidence. I think it's a good opportunity for them, um, but I, I I think it's still there's a lot to be determined here in the next uh, two hours, beginning at six thirty tonight. Yeah, I refer to these games as not so much must-win games, but must-not-lose games. Uh, there's a difference. I mean, you cannot – Florida, I think, has pretty much been eliminated because of the Vanderbilt game. But who, if you could win this game and then win out, I mean, who knows? There's still a glimmer of hope. If you lose this game, you're done. Done. All right, so let me, so let me say this, though. Let me ask you this question, you guys being local. First-year coach, mm-hmm. uh, not a completely overhauled roster, but yet a lot of new faces on this team. Uh, if you go to the NIT, do we consider that as a as people from this city that follow Gators? Do we consider that a failure? 
Do we consider that we give them a pass because it's year number one and we're okay, we get some extra basketball? What is the mood in these parts if an NIT berth is what is in store for the Gators? They ain't going to any NIT games, I can tell you that. Fans-wise, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. I, I would say they would go, uh, I'm still not sure. They would be kind of indifferent. Yeah, it. and but I, yeah. I mean, I think for us, the – you know, you, you understand it and realize the process. Yeah, and totally. I mean, like you were saying about LSU, I mean, you, you got a, a guy that understands what he's doing. I feel like he's a really good coach, and he just doesn't have the right guys in here, and he's trying to piece it all together. And they play hard for him, but they're just not good enough. And I think that Alabama game certainly yeah. showed it. Here's a, here's a bad stat for you, Dave Neal. Um, if Florida goes under 500 this year, it'll be the first time since 1979 that Florida was below 500 in both football and basketball ouch i was i was i was one years old you were one one year year old old. and they were oh ten and one in football they were our uh our guest is go ahead i was just saying i was 13 and i covered some of those games for god's sake i was about to say yeah i don't want to ask pat about how old he was Uh, Pat was uh, using a, a scribe and chisel when he yeah, started working. Yeah, actually, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Pat, did you have to bring your typewriter? Did you have to oh, bring yes. the typewriter with you? Yeah. No, yeah. not only that, Dave, but we used to have to bring a typewriter and a telecopier, which would, would oh. send the, wow. the, the pages. So you brought that, and then you brought your luggage to go on a road trip. <laughs> yeah. that, that sounds like a lot of fun. It was Sorry, brutal. But at the time, when you're when you're a 23 year old young man uh, working for the Jacksonville Journal, and you're going to an Alabama Penn State game, you're you're, you're into it. Hey, oh, look at me! I get on a plane. I got a real plane ride. You know, you don't care <laughs> with my typewriter. With yeah. my typewriter and my telecopier. <laughs> That's great. Uh, our guest is Dave Neal. He is a uh, better looking, smarter. Uh, way better golfer than, than both you? of us for those oh, that uh, don't know. So he's got hey, that the, going for way, him. Hey, by the way, I did because this is what I do. Um, I think you know, and Pat, you know how much I love college baseball. I was just out at the ballpark before I was heading to the uh, yeah. O-Dome, and um, there are grown men, grown men. I'm talking like guys beef on the baseball field right now for Florida. I, I am I can't even begin to tell you. I've been that's my fourth school I've gone to recently where I have stood there and you know how many times I've been around cages in this college atmosphere mm-hmm. for over twenty five years. I have never seen the college baseball athlete as physically gifted as what I have seen so far between Texas A and M, uh, Auburn, Alabama, Florida uh, and I'm missing somebody I just saw recently as well, uh, um, Vanderbilt. It, it is, guys, I mean, I, I can't even begin to tell you. I, Jeff, I, when you played, there might have been one guy on a roster that would have got your attention. As And you know who it wasn't. This, <laughs> yeah, right, right. We can eliminate one guy right out of the gate. Um, oh, it, it is amazing. It, it, it is amazing to watch these college baseball players, what it's developed into in the SEC. And I am so fired up to get this thing started. I mean, I can't – I am really excited about the, the league this year. Yeah, and, and it's like every, everybody is the 90s LSU without the steroids. Yeah, maybe. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and 
Um, it'll be interesting, though, to see how college baseball adapts to the NIL world. And um, obviously the transfer portal's been around, but, uh, you know, the money's now trickling in to this baseball world that we're in. And uh, it's it's serious money, too. So I'm just anxious. I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't like. I don't want to say ruin the game, but I hope it doesn't have a negative impact. And I, you know, sure. And and obviously we we see it with LSU this year and what's going to happen. Oh, and yeah. How that's going to be. Yeah, no, no question. Everybody they brought in. But Dave, I, I was I was going to ask you about baseball, knowing you were going over there, and you know, obviously it's it is the best sport. I try to tell Dooley that all uh, the time. But it, it it is pretty amazing, and and I agree with you. I mean, if if you stand next to Jack Caglione, you're like, man, this guy is oh. like the creative player. On, on anything that you would want to do. So there, there's a lot of that. But I think a lot of people that listen to this show understand how great the SEC is in football. But I, I guess just let everybody know what you're saying about baseball because obviously all the national championships and everything else, like there is no week off on those three-game series and really anybody you play anymore because somebody's going to have a really good arm. So obviously you can you can hit, you can piece something together, but – it's a 30-game grind that's really, really hard on a lot of these coaches. Yeah, you know, um, Paul Maneri told me when he – the second year he was at LSU, he knew what he was getting into, but he didn't realize that every 10 weekends in the SEC slate, every weekend was a super regional. That's what it felt like to him, and you have to manage it that way. It was – and you start to realize that there are no off weekends, and we can – you know, you can take Missouri, but – they always have a dude. They're number one. Their Friday night guy is always mm-hmm. a really good pitcher and can get you. Yeah. Um, and so it's not like there's a cakewalk in this league. 30 conference games is just a brutal stretch. There's no league in America that can even come close to what the conference weekends are like at the Southeastern Conference. And that doesn't mean that there's not good baseball in the Big 12 or the ACC in fact. Any of that stuff. It's just it's different because every weekend here is amazing. I was out practicing. Sully was just telling me that Caglione uh, was he, – he touched 99 on the gun earlier really? this year and had an exit velocity off his bat at 118 miles an hour. <laughs> now, anything over 100 is smoke. And he's hitting 118 with some exit below, and I would say there's a really good chance he's going to touch 100 on the gun at some point this year. That is the only person I could think of, maybe in a, that plays baseball in the United States of America, is Otani. Yeah. that could probably claim that. Sure, that's how crazy it is that this guy's in college. And and I don't I don't know if you ever saw the highlight, but we were at Missouri last year, and he almost hit one over oh. the indoor in yeah. in Missouri. It it's it's unbelievable. Did it off the top of it. It did, and and I almost said my first curse word ever on the air, like during a broadcast, because I was just yeah. in amazement of him hitting the ball. It's like one of those you didn't even know what to say. Yeah, yeah, I know it's going to be so much fun, guys. I mean, I am, I am, uh, I don't start my baseball stuff until early March, mm-hmm. but I'll definitely be uh, paying attention here in the first couple of weeks in these non-conference games and seeing what's what. But uh, I mean, heck, guys, I mean, there's seven of the top ten in the country are in this league right now, and what is it? Depending on the poll, there's 10 teams in the top 25. Yep. I mean, it's just nuts. It's nuts. All right, Dave, before we let you go, three quick questions. You ready? One, Yeah. I'll how, many, how many teams the SEC get in the tournament? Six. How? Who is the player of the year in the SEC? Brandon Miller. I haven't to disagree with anything you said. <laughs> uh, three, <Okay. laughs> 
How do you take the death of Raquel Welch today? Uh, it's it's shocking, stunning. As as uh, you know, she's a little bit older than me. You know, she might be more of your era, but certainly you knew who Raquel Come on, Welch man. Was. Come on. I'm just telling you, she was one of the all-time great beauties in uh, in the movie uh, world. Um, and on Seinfeld. And, she was great on Seinfeld. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good, yeah good, good point. Good point. Uh, so, yeah, very. it's a tough day, but I think I'm going to get through it. <laughs> well, we look forward to uh, your broadcast of the game tonight, you and John Sunvold, who does a great job as well. And, it's I'm hey, quick story, quick quick story. Yeah, I sure. Think about Sunbolt. So when you watch the game, pay attention to this. We were here last year. Sunbolt. I walk into the gym and Sunbolt shooting free throws, and he is sweating. And John Sunbolt, people <laughs> don't know, is one of the greatest shooters of all time at, at Missouri and in the NBA. And unfortunately, his career ended because he got injured. But he knocked down 124 consecutive free throws wow. inside the Odom here, and hadn't picked up a basketball in two years. That's crazy. So, yeah, that's uh, that's who I'm working with. Now, I think I made like uh, tw- uh, two. I think I made two in a row. Go, uh, so you're, you're not going to be very sympathetic if somebody like clanks the front end of one and one. No, no. Sunbolt is not feeling sorry for anybody if they miss a free throw. That's you should uh, you should walk over and grab Lee Humphrey and have them go at it. Yeah, that'd be oh, good. That'd be, awesome. yeah. that'd be pretty yeah. pretty amazing. So anyway, yeah. it should be fun tonight. All right, Dave. Hey, great, great talking stuff, to you, buddy. buddy. Thanks a lot for being for joining us. You got it, man. You guys are my best friends ever. Remember that. Yes, sir. You hang up on me. Just remember that when you hang up on me right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. All right, buddy. The see great you. Dave Neal, everybody. He is, We're uh, the best awesome. friends. It's from, That was uh, Hangover, right? He's in the back seat. And he Stepbrothers? Goes, best friends ever. Oh, yes. He was singing that. <laughs> All right. We need a break. We'll uh, knock it out and come back and uh, finish up the first hour. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Joseph Baker. Florida softball takes on Jacksonville tonight. The undefeated Gators beat the Dolphins last night and will look to pick up their fifth consecutive win. Coverage begins here at 545. Florida basketball will host Ole Miss tonight at the O'Connell Center. Both the Gators and the Rebels lost at the weekend and will hope to get a big win tonight. In the NHL, the high-flying Lightning are back in action against the Coyotes. Tampa Bay will attempt to get a win in the desert against a despondent Arizona team. In the association, the Miami Heat will take on the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Miami is just a game and a half behind Brooklyn in the Eastern Conference standings. Finally, high school playoff basketball is in full swing across the state of Florida. Gainesville's P.K. Young will take on Florida State University High School tomorrow night. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Joseph Baker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. 
You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world so IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. The big screen, big screen. Oh. the atmospheric lighting, atmospheric lighting. the unbelievable sound. sound. There's only one place you could be. Uh, yeah, um, at my house. Oh, yes, very nice. Get the home theater you have always dreamed of. Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. There are some good days every now and then. I do have. So good let's days. make today yeah. one of those. <laughs> I don't think I have a choice, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think it just either comes or goes. Yeah. Some days are bad days. That's all right. It happens. I'm here for you though, Jeff. Just like the bumper sticker in Forrest Gump. It does happen. That is. And I'm excited to talk to our guest today. Good friend of mine, Dave Neal. Just yours. No, he's a better friend of mine than he is yours. You I really think? That. Yeah, I do. I what if we asked him that on the air? We could do that. That would put him in a predicament. He's got the game tonight with uh, Sunvolt, so I'll be able to watch the game with sound on. I'm excited. Yeah. Not that many games that it happens. Usually you either get a, you know, if you get, um, I, like, I can't listen. Dane Bradshaw is a good guy. He's not a bad guy, but I don't want to listen to him. He went to Tennessee. I know. I don't want certainly deal with that. Dykes, you know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Sonny, terrible, just or terrible. Jimmy. Sonny, I like. I'll meet Sonny on uh, the twenty seventh. Yeah, at uh, Doring's thingy. Yeah, Doring and Spurs. Uh, what do they call it? The uh, first year coach thing. The coach of the year awards. It's coach of the year for first year coaches, though. You have to be the, in your first year at a school. And the plan was, hey, next year we'll give it to Napier. And it didn't work out. <laughs> You're not giving it to a coach who went six or seven. Probably not. But Dykes got him to the championship his first year, which is amazing. He did an incredible job. He really did. Because it's not easy. I mean, I don't care how good your team is. I don't care. Everybody goes, well, the conference wasn't that tough. I don't whatever. You do what they did, it's pretty impressive. 
And I'm not saying he's a great coach. I'm just saying he made it work. He made it happen. He found a way. And that's the thing, finding a way. Now, in Florida's case, I think with, with uh, Napier, it was like you got you had to weed some things out. You had to – they still shouldn't have gone six and seven. There's no excuse for that. But he did have to do it differently than you do it at maybe TCU or some other places. You know, at Alabama and Georgia, they both were – I think Alabama was six and six, Saban's first year. I think Georgia was seven and five. I mean, if you're going to totally change the culture, it's one thing. If you're going to say, hey, culture wasn't bad, don't forget who the coach was. Um, uh, Patterson, I can't think of his first name for some reason. I'm just blanking on that. Gary. Again, another example of how I'm losing it. Yeah. But Gary. you had guys who played hard. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like you had guys who didn't yeah, play. It was an established yeah. team that – they certainly had that. So happen. all he did had to do was change things up and win some lucky wins. Get some lucky wins. You know, I don't. You know, that's part yeah. of. They win a lot of close games. Yeah, being mm. successful, and it mattered. So yep. that was good. Well, speaking of uh, Texas coaches, it's, it's interesting because remember when Kevin Sumlin went to A and M? I do. And how great that was supposed to be. It wasn't. He was going to be tremendous. It wasn't that bad. And he was Ron Zook. Yeah, he was Ron Zook. Every year they would be like 8-4. Everybody go, oh, it's terrible. I can't believe it. It wasn't what they hired him for. No. But Certainly. now they got a guy who's 5-7. and seven. <laughs> Yeah, which is even worse. But he actually takes the tight end coach's job at Maryland. So he's well, fallen a little bit. Yeah, but, I mean, look, he didn't even have to work, I assume. I assume he's got enough money put away. Sure. From all the buyout money and everything, and where was he? Then he went to. Did he go to Houston? He was at Houston. Yeah, after after before that. Oh, and then before where did he go A&M. after A and M? Arizona. Arizona. Still, they had to pay him to to kick, get rid of him. He mm-hmm. wasn't very good. It didn't him. work out at Arizona. But now he goes somewhere and he goes, "Hey, I'm just working for the uh, uh, jerseys. You know, the the sweatshirts I get. <laughs> That's always." Quarter zips? Yeah. Is that what they're calling? Do you like the quarter zip or the hoodie better? I don't like either one, personally. But I do wear hoodies every once in a while. You do wear hoodies way more than quarter zips. Yeah, I don't want It's very very Manning-ish. The quarter zip? Not that I don't like the Mannings. I love the Mannings. But all I can see is the – I actually – my daughter, my daughter Kelsey, gave me a quarter zip a long time ago, and I liked it. And then when I lost some weight, I was like, "Hey, I can finally wear this," because before it was like it looked it was like somebody was pressed into something. And I put it on, and I realized there was a stain on. It. I don't know how do I get a stain on something I never wore. So I, it went out the window. Maybe there was a moth in the closet. I don't flew think, up against it. I think the one time I uh, wore it, you know, there might have been some chicken wing sauce that got on it. I don't know. That was my one experience with a quarter zip. And that was it. Now I'm done. I'm done. Done. Duels. Duels. I'm done. So that's That's Billy Donovan, for those that don't know. Billy used to crack me up. Duels. Duels. Let me tell you what. I was done after that. (laughs) I love talking to him. I miss him. I miss not having 
weekly, if not daily, interactions with that guy. Uh, more than anybody. Because I still have him with Steve, mm-hmm. as you know. Uh, but uh, of all the coaches that have ever, ever been through here, I miss just talking to Billy. Sitting down in his office, talking to him. Talking about other things other than, you know, talking about my family. Talking about uh, when he went and went, went with the Sharks. You know, he he went in a cage with the Sharks. Stuff like that. You know, playing playing golf at St. Andrews. I mean, we, we would sit there and talk forever. That's an experience. I, I, I am so grateful in my life that I got to deal with him and Steve Spurrier at the same time. We all talk about how great it was around here in terms of winning. The winning was part of it, but part of it was the coaches too. Yeah, the camaraderie and I mean, remember how close Mick was to Lopes? And yeah, you know, well, I mean, you're probably he, close to Lopes too. Well, yeah, I. I but of all the coaches that ever been, ever been here in baseball, baseball he, he was the one. Yeah. yeah, we had a we had a different relationship. I remember writing. Uh, when, so I sat down with him before, when he just first got the job, and so he would, told me everything about his life, about how he got shot at one time and, and stabbed. And this guy Jimmy Bess shot at him. The gun, he could hear the bullet whiz by his head and all those kind of things. It might have all been made up. I mean, no well, one. He, lo- sh- he showed us. Knife wound. Yeah, well, back I mean, in the day, Lopes was a great storyteller, yes. but he also went through a really tough time when he was a kid. Yeah, he was in a gang. For those wrote, that don't yeah, know, and I wrote a big, uh, big story for uh, in the old days of Sports Weekend where you would have like a sixty-inch story. And I remember him saying, he wrote, wrote me a note, and he goes, "You have an interesting way of telling my story." He didn't say it was good. Yeah, or he didn't say it was bad. But we, he was a very smart man. Yeah. We get along tremendously, as you know. And it's just, but he's, it's, it's fascinating to see how different he was on the field as a competitor and then off the field as a dad and a, his faith. With the media. And, and everything yeah. else, even with the media, yeah. He was, was great with us. We loved so. him. Except that one game a year where they would lose to somebody like Auburn. He would keep the team out there talking to him for 45 minutes. Yeah, and then and then come and tell us he he wasn't the right guy to be the coach. Mm-hmm. We go. Didn't get We're not even going to write it anymore, Andy. We're not going to write it anymore. But yeah, it, it it was a golden era. When you talk about golden eras for the media, I think the Lopez, Billy Spurrier, they were all here at the same time, yeah. right? Yep. Like, you couldn't beat that. No. You cannot beat that. It's not even close. Yeah. That's I mean that's three Hall of Fame coaches right there. But they were great with us, too. They were great talking to the media. They were great for quotes. They were winning. Winning. And that's the key. If if you're not winning, nobody cares how interesting you are. Sure. But all these guys were winning at a high level. I remember Lopes was the first guy to beat, I think, uh, win the series against FSU and Miami the same year. Mm-hmm. And we're and he's like, I can't believe that. You got They never did it here before? Yeah. No, never did. You're the first. I love those guys. That was my favorite time of to be a sports writer. Good group, for sure. And we always have great callers. Sneak one in now if you can. We're going to open up the Titan MRI hotline. Jose is here taking those phone calls today. We'll have Dave Neal, who is doing the uh, the basketball game tonight, 
on the television side. So he'll come on at 4.30-ish, just after 4.30. He'll talk uh, not only Gator basketball, but he will uh, talk some Gator baseball as well as he will do a lot of the uh, the games like he always does for the SEC Network throughout the season. And we'll probably ask him about his golf game because it's all he does is play golf when he's not broadcasting games. So that'll be fun tomorrow. Wait, give me his – give me uh, you and him going head-to-head. You, you've gotten way too full of your own game because you're hitting the ball so far. far. No, he would beat me overall because he's more consistent. Yeah, He'd probably like a two handicap. But my ball would wave to his as it flew by him. And then you, then he would, and then I'd screw it. up my yeah. second shot. So what would I'd you say good. your handicap is right now? You don't play that much. 10? Yeah, I'm about 15. But in a scramble, 30. I'm a negative 5. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Because it's easy. Yeah. We'll have to get see what his handicap is. Yeah, we will uh, ask him that. Tomorrow we'll have Darren O'Day on the show about 4.30 as well. So that'll be fun. And then at 5.15 tomorrow we'll have Jeb Fabian. So we'll have a couple of uh, former Gators hyping up the season. It'll be our last show of the week because on Friday it is opening day. Pat wants to go hang out in the thong somewhere on the beach. Yeah, that's not what and, I'm doing. I'm oh. playing golf with Rick Clarson. Oh. The legendary Rick Clarson. Okay. Former who, Gator basketball player. Great ba- Gator basketball player. Also uh, worked for the tour for 35 years and now has got his own company out in Dallas. And he's a member of the uh, board for the uh, Hall of Fame. That so uh, he's, to me, he's one of the great Gators of all time. So that'll be a fun, fun, uh, fun couple of days. Sneak in some calls while you can, and we'll chat it up here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Joseph Baker. Florida softball will look to continue its hot start tonight against Jacksonville. The undefeated Gators beat the Dolphins last night and will look to pick up their fifth win of the year. Coverage begins here at 545. Florida basketball will host Ole Miss tonight in a battle between two struggling SEC teams. The Gators come into the game after a crushing loss at the weekend to Vanderbilt, and Ole Miss enters the game after a close loss to South Carolina. In the NHL, the high-flying Lightning are back in action against the Arizona Coyotes. Tampa Bay will look to pick up two more points tonight in the desert against a despondent Arizona team. The Miami Heat will take on the Brooklyn Nets tonight at 7.30. Miami is just a game and a half behind Brooklyn in the Eastern Conference standings. High school playoff basketball is in full swing across the state. Gainesville's P.K. Young will take on Florida State University High School tomorrow night. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Joseph Baker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooling. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. It's time, Doles. You ready? No. Why not? Because I think I'm losing it. I don't well, think my brain's working very good. You've already lost it. 
But this program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. No, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. So I'm guessing, Jeff, that Raquel Welch passing away today is not that big a deal to you because that was not a heartthrob for you. Correct. Okay. Not like when Salma goes via rough well, day. She's If she died today, it would be literally, what is she be like, 48? No. Huh. She's got to be in her 50s. But, I mean, Raquel Welch was, I think, 84. Something. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. When Salma goes, I still bother. Thirty years, it'll be a tough day. Was Did she, you ever see Ten Thousand Years BC? Was she the one in the poster, like in the jungle? Yeah. And like that no, was, it was like Ten Thousand Years BC. That was what the poster was from. Yeah. But yeah. that's what everybody had on their walls, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. She was hot. Yeah. She was. I tell you what. There's a great scene. <laughs> I got to be careful how I say this. There's a great scene with her. I think the movie is called A Hundred Rifles or Something Rifles. I'm not sure exactly. It's a Western, and she and Jim Brown are together, and it's very erotic. That's all I can say. It's But it's steamy. Okay. And steamy for then, it's steamy for now. That's how erotic it was. But uh, One million years B.C. Yes. That's the poster right there. Yeah, You're looking it's a poster. At. You you didn't have that on your wall though, because she was like you were like zero or minus years. Yeah. And great, great appearance on Seinfeld it was one of my favorite episodes. 
she would move her hands when she was dancing, remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to move your hands. And <laughs> Kramer had to fire her, and she beat him up. It's one of my favorites. Well, now I'm going to spend the rest of the show looking at Raquel I know. Welsh okay, get pictures. off that. Because, look, once you start looking at him, you can't stop looking at him. That because, one's a cool one. Oh, she was incredibly beautiful. and Like, she was a sex symbol of that era. Like, earlier it was, I would say, like, Jane Mansfield in the 50s. And uh, and Margaret was one of them, too. But mm-hmm. uh, I'd say the 70s, she was the number one sex symbol. Okay. Fair enough. Sexy. She was sexy. Sounds good. I was doing a little song on her. Yeah, there. that was very good. Sexy. The Rock was on the other day. Uh, she wasn't in that. But do you like that movie? I like it a lot. I like the girl in it too. She was very, very cute. She was in the movie about Steve Prefontaine, which is one of those movies nobody's ever seen, but I've seen it and it's really good. Uh, starring Nicholas Billy Cage's Crudup. wife. She was his wife in the movie. Yeah. Sort no, of. wait. No, that was that was the other movie, just like it. Uh, Con Air. Con Air and The Rock are the same movie, basically. It's just, you know, you know how it's going to end. And, yeah. But Con Air, that girl was, a, this was a very attractive young lady. I can't remember who she is, though. Okay. I'm usually, usually really good, good at, at naming those names. But. That you are. Well, if you want to uh, call up Jose, that's his name. He's our producer. You can. 392-8255. We are here until 545 today. I saw Jose on early. TV yesterday. Sweet. He was up on that I must have crushed uh, commercial. It. Yeah. I, was, I had the pleasure of talking to Jose's class yesterday. Told him how to be a good journalism I student. I blew that whole so. thing mm. yesterday. You didn't blow it? Okay. Yeah. I fulfill my duties. <laughs> I just, I remember you apologizing. But I made it work. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Um, Austin threw good yesterday. Got off to a good start. Four innings, eight strikeouts, no walks. That was the most impressive thing. He always strikes people out, but it's always like five walks, eight strikeouts, but no walks. So good start for... Uh, the Buholtz boys and PG's they kid. strike out. Uh, JJ was really good as well. They so strike out Chris Armstrong? No, they oh, didn't play each other. That's the only thing that matters. So be fun. How you handle Chris fun Armstrong. Fun high school year, and I'm going to dip out on you as much as I can to go but So, watch. wait, you're going to dip out to watch him, and you're going to dip out to broadcast the Gators. Mm-hmm. So are you going to be here at all? Sometimes. <laughs> at band camp. <laughs> that's okay. I'll handle it. Because believe me, I know a lot of Gator fans want to talk about it. A lot of things going forward. I, I'm going to throw this question out there and see if anybody responds to this. Okay. We have talked a lot about how the SEC, now that we know they're going to be Oklahoma and Texas in 2024, they're coming in. So we all assume it's going to be a nine-team league. Nine, I'm sorry, nine-game schedule. But there's no. it's not definite. And there are a lot of teams that don't want nine SEC games because they want to schedule well enough to get into a bowl game. What nobody's asked the fans what they think. What are the what are, like for Gator fans? Do you want to see a nine game SEC schedule? Or would you rather stay at eight, play uh, FSU, and then 
You've got other options where you can play. You know, for example, I've talked to Scott Strickland about this. Miami and and UCF and FSU are three of their four games next year, not not this coming year, but the following yeah, year. Twenty four. When they get twenty four, they're going to have to bump one of them, at least one of them, maybe more. And I don't know if if is that what you want to see as a fan? Nine games, because you're going to be a lot of years. You're going to be or every other year you're going to be. Four home, uh, four away, one neutral, and then other years you're going to be three, five, and one. They're going to be three, five, and one years. Why? Because why wouldn't it always be four, four, and one? The, uh, I know the math on this, but I got to figure it out. No, the math would be ro- right if it stayed at eight. Nine would make sense because it's four, four, and one. But all they, the time. again, they've got to establish that, right? But, but Florida that's the is the only, that Florida and Georgia are the only teams s- have to deal with that. Yeah, but they're not going to screw you and what? make it three and five. What do you mean they're not going to screw Florida? No, I don't think so. Come on, Jeff. It's, it wouldn't be right. Texas, I mean, for example, Georgia's played one game against Texas A&M in 11 years. Yeah, but So don't tell mean, me they're not going to screw It doesn't Florida. mean home and away they're going to do that. It might screw you on you the watch. opponents. You but, watch. All right. I'll be watching. Well, Ted is calling. Hey, Ted, what's up? Hey, uh, Pat, I just I had to comment on your Raquel Welch thing there. I believe, I don't, I, I think that was the name of the movie, but in, in the scene you're talking about, she's actually in the, um, like, taking a shower under a uh, railroad uh, steam thing. Is that uh, is that the scene you're describing? No. The, apparently oh, you had man. a different fantasy than I did. <laughs> that's, 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 that's actually a... a, a blockbuster scene as well. I can't remember the name of the movie off the top of my head, but I will. Um, and then I'll, I don't know what I'll do. I'll shoot it through or something. Anyway. Um, yeah, you'll, here's what you'll do. You'll go home and you'll figure out what to do at that point. Exactly. Yeah, right. Um, as a fan, um, I'm kind of torn between the eight-game and nine-game format. I, I like, the, I like the, uh, the pod system as it's kind of developing out now. Um, I like the fact that people would, you know, you could you could have somebody play four years in a uh, in a league and, and visit every stadium in, in, in the league. I mean, I think that would be really cool. Um, but at the same time, you know, it would, I would hate to have to lose, you know, some of the traditional rivalries, you know, especially the SEC ACC matchups. You know, Florida Florida State, Kentucky Louisville. Um, you know uh, what? South Carolina, Clemson, whatever. I mean, some of those things would be too precious to lose, I suppose. But there's a lot that might just go away if you're not careful. So You um, know, it's interesting about the Florida FSU game is it was uh, the only reason that they play each other yearly is the uh, legislature got involved in it because they wanted FSU to get be able to play Florida and Florida didn't want to play them. But I don't – and everybody goes, well, you know – According to state law, according to legislature, you have to play FSU. Why do you have to play FSU? I mean, there, I, I think if you go to nine games, I think you can flop that game around, play Miami every once in a while, play uh, UCF and, yeah. and other teams. I don't think you have to play FSU every year. And a lot of people will freak out and go, what are you talking about? you got to play FSU every year. It's going to look like you're chickening out. Well, that's what they they said about the Miami series. And, and now Florida's got them scheduled for – Next year, 
Right, yeah. Well, I think Kentucky Louisville is the same way. The state legislator got involved with that yeah. mm-hmm. uh, back in the day and, and, and made them play. But it's going to be a different world yeah. if you go to nine nine FCC team yeah. games. Yeah, I got. I've, I've been listening to you guys for years. I've never called in, and I've got a, a question that's in the back of my mind forever. It's for a baseball guy, which is what Jeff is. Okay. How how many baseballs does the average game use? Uh, in the majors, it's it's a little over a hundred. In uh, per game, yeah, per per game, and in the uh, I would say in a normal Gator game, you're probably looking around forty ish. Yeah, I was gonna say sixty, okay. but forty fifty, wow. which is half of the movie Ted of what it's called. Do you, you now <laughs> you now know what it's called? <laughs> no, I do. A hundred rifles was the name of the movie you were rifles. you were thinking yeah, about. Okay. I, I said a hundred rifles, and after That's the shower, exactly what I said. And about. after the end of the shower scene, yeah. she grabbed a rifle and shot a dude. I I, I just can't get over the Jim Brown, Raquel Welch. It was yeah. pretty steamy. Yeah. That, that, that was that was the shower scene I was talking about there. She's, uh, yeah, yeah. See, but I mean, uh, Ted, you know, back in those days, there weren't that many sex symbols. I mean, there there yeah. were like people in movies, but it was you know it wasn't like there was Raquel Welch was the sex symbol. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, but that was even earlier. That was way earlier. Okay. She was yeah. she was dead no, by Marilyn, what? Marilyn, yeah, Marilyn was already gone. That's yeah, Raquel Welch was legit. Yeah, and she was the the like the, she was the person you would. In fact, Seinfeld told a joke about her. You know, Raquel Welch and the priest are in a life <laughs> life preserver, and she goes, "Hey, you say those are buoys? I <laughs> I can't remember the joke. It was something like that." Well, and uh, I remember that probably one of the first movies I saw her in uh, was the Roller Derby movie. Um, I don't know what it was called either. I think it might, might have been called movie. Roller Derby. Yeah, yeah I might have been called that. Right. So. Um, yeah, I, no I, good. I got the images, just can't remember the titles, you know. So. Yep. Yeah, good, good stuff, Ted. But yeah, I, I did, and then I remember actually talking to somebody about it a couple of years ago. I was talking to one of the the Rays guys that actually did the balls, and they said. In Major League Baseball, there's about three hundred thousand balls used a year, with uh, with how many are done. So, but yeah, the average is right around a hundred, anywhere from like eighty five to maybe one fifteen, one twenty. So pretty crazy how much they go through. Yeah, that could solve a lot of the uh, financial problems of Major League Baseball. Just <laughs> only use one ball the whole year and no flyovers. There you go. There you go. But it's a lot of good souvenirs, though. It is, and that's souvenirs. that's the best part. Thanks for calling, Ted. Don't be scared. Dually is harmless. Are you? A, yeah, thanks, Ted. Are you a fan of flyovers? Like I, every time they fly over now, because somebody, somebody had a stat about how much it costs. Because I think the university or NFL team or whatever has got to pay mm-hmm. for those flyovers, and it was like a hundred thousand dollars. Well, my problem is I never get to see it. Okay, but. Where where I sit, well, I, can't, I, I can't see up. They had one. I was going down to uh, meet Karen and to give her some money because she was trying to buy some something, and I came out of the press box and gave it to her, and it, the flyover went over, and I literally it was. Remember that was the one. I didn't remember what game it was, but they got they were late, and so they sped up and they went over the, and it literally sounded like we were all going to die. It was that bad. I mean, it was like. <laughs> 
we're all going to die. And uh, but I, I like there. Yeah, what are what's cool? What's wrong with it? But if it costs a hundred thousand dollars, cares? It's cool. Why not People save that it. money and give that money to Jeff? Jalen Rashado. Yes, give it to Jalen Rashado. That would be a good. They could have gotten him that way. <laughs> Less flyovers. Let's get Byron's call. Hey, Byron. Funny you're talking about finances because that's actually. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about, uh, Jeff and Pat, and good afternoon to both of you. Uh, let me ask you something else first, because you were talking about FSU. If we're going to go to a nine-game SEC schedule, I guess that's possibility and potentially in 2024. Is that correct? I, I don't think there's any question it's going to happen, to be honest yeah. with you. What about moving FSU to the first game of the year or second game of the year or something like that? Would that make any difference? It wouldn't make any difference. You're still going to have to play uh, at least ten uh, tough teams. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I I think you could see the game moved at some point. But that's going to be interesting. And I, you know, F- Florida has been very aggressive with their scheduling, as have most teams. Uh, Jeff, you know that mm-hmm. because of uh, you you knew you couldn't stay with that four crappy games and. Or three crappy games and one decent game, and and then the SEC schedule. So everybody was scheduling yep. tougher, and now Florida's got all these games scheduled. They're probably going to have to move a lot of them. Of course, if they go to nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering about maybe have an easier schedule in the back end, have a Vanderbilt and another cupcake, and then go into the bowl season or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but you'd rather be the opposite SEC. because you're normally yeah. not. Yeah. Plus, there's no guarantee what the SEC is going to do with your schedule. Sure, I mean, you could say. Yeah. I would like to finish with Vanderbilt and yeah. uh, Sisters of the Poor. In Missouri. Well, in Missouri, yeah. <laughs> Sisters of the Poor. Mm. The weak and infirmed. Listen, the um, $100,000 you were talking about, uh, I saw a headline online last week, and I never got a chance really to call you back to talk about it. But there was uh, Edgar Thompson, your friend at Orlando Sentinel, did have a headline transitioning from 21 to 22, I guess it was, that Gator Athletics lost $5.7 million. And I'm trying to get that rattling around in my head because I'm not good at money. And I'm wondering, how in the world could something like that happen? Is that like a baseball stadium, a softball stadium, or, or just what? Well, I think a lot of it, I, again, I, I didn't see the story, but I will say that I guarantee you it has to do with two years ago's actual um the fiscal year and that would have been a, the COVID year. So I think that maybe oh, have okay. something to do with it. I don't know without seeing the story though. I can't tell you, but yeah. there, yeah. uh, Florida's not hurting for money. There's no question about that. That's what I wondered about that. If they're losing five points, everybody lost money. That what do they do to make that kind of money up? Everybody know? lost money in the 2021 budget because of what happened in 2020. Oh, okay. I got you. So they're just charging a dollar more for beer and another dollar for hot dogs that you have to give to Karen when she goes down to the snack bar, I guess. Hey, right yeah, I, I'll have to give her more, but I I will tell you that <laughs> as somebody who doesn't believe in drinking beer at a game. Um, okay. <laughs> just eat more hot dogs then. That's right. Always got to have a dog and a beer ones. at a baseball game. My all-time record was at Knoxville at the Tennessee Baseball Series. About twenty of them. Mick Huber okay. went on the on the air and made fun of me. So, wow. oh boy. Well, remember Jeff, I'm still positive about the Gator football season in 2023, even though Pat is. I'm happy. Stay about that it. way, Byron. That's what it's all, all about, right, buddy.
Take care. All right, appreciate you. We need a break, so let's get it, and we will show uh, me the come wins. back. That's what we got to do. Show me the win. Your great phone calls. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Cam Parker. Stay tuned for live coverage of this afternoon's Gator softball matchup against Jacksonville University, beginning right here at 545. The number three Gators are 4-0 to start the season and have outscored their opponents 54-4. Florida Gators men's basketball looks to snap a three-game losing streak tonight as they host Ole Miss at 6-30. The Gators are currently 13-12 on the season and 6-6 in conference play. Gators swimming and diving are competing in day two in the SEC championships in College Station, Texas. In high school sports, eight area boys basketball teams, including city teams P.K. Young and Gainesville High School, will compete in regional playoff games on Thursday night. All games will play at 7 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Cam Parker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself every morning i get up start the trek into town for a busy day ahead and every morning i kid you not i pass an ugly green van or truck along the way heading to work as well but the best part of that site is i know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. The calendar has turned, and it's time to start planning the annual carnival dressed up as a charity golf tournament known as the Bob Dooley Invitational. Leonardo's is proud to once again be a title sponsor of the funnest event in Gainesville. When you eat at Leonardo's, your money stays in town, and thanks to the support of the tailgate listeners, we're able to continue to make a positive impact in the community. Leonardo's Millhopper is Gainesville's iconic restaurant. Did you say funnest? Hey, just like our garlic butter, I was on a roll. (laughs) Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. 
Melden Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldenLaw.com, where we won't back down. Coming in March, the NCAA tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. I just got a text from my buddy, uh, John Alexander, Edward in St. Augustine, who married me once, maybe twice. Nice. I think he, I think he only did one. But he said Raquel Welch was the most beautiful woman that ever walked the face of the earth. Wow. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I would have a hard time beating that. Yeah, she's very pretty. You didn't. You didn't appreciate. I'm her, looking though. at pictures. I know. You, that's the thing. You shouldn't have to look at pictures. I don't have to look at pictures. I know. I can see her in my mind, not moving her arms when she walks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the phones. Jim joins us next. Hey, Jim, what's up? Hey, Jeff. Hey, Pat. Hey, this is Gator Jim. Hey, um, we're all friends with Curl and Todd Shuley and all those guys. Hey, uh, Jeff, I just got some brand new knee high, almost knee high. Orange or blue socks for the opening of the baseball. Nice. Big time. <laughs> and I loved Raquel Welch, and I had the Farah uh, poster on my wall. But uh, as far as this football thing, um, I, you know, this might be kind of crazy, but what if the SEC either eight or nine games, how about that last week of the season, there would be a lot of moving around they'd have to do. How about if they had a semifinal with four teams, before the SEC championship, that would be super TV ratings all the way. Well, there I, other people have proposed that, and that that yeah, is I don't I don't think it's a crazy idea, but again, but, so, but then you're only playing eight technically, and well, then you're deciding who then is the four that. Yeah, you that could ninth? do what they did at the COVID year, where they let other teams just play right, play each games. other randomly. Yeah. Then, yeah, as a as an extra game, that'd, that'd be the only way to do it. I'm not saying the extra game. I'm saying the twelfth game. No, yeah, I, I know, but you'd have to play eight conference games, and then technically that ninth would be the four that you're putting in the semifinals, and then you're saying all of a sudden, okay, Florida goes to Missouri because they're not in the final four. Like it's so not set on the schedule. Have to play eleven. 11 games Conference before games, that. Yeah. No. No, if you but you you would play the 9 games and you would play another semifinal and then you play a final. No. No what he's saying. That's, That's what I'm saying. It's wrong. I want more games. You want more games? I want as more many games, games as possible on television so I can watch them. You want more than 12? I want I want 19 games, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's only 17, but it's close. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, Jeff, this baseball team, I think, has a lot of promise. I think the pitching might be better this year, don't you? I do. I think that's, you know, obviously that was what hurt them last year, and then they finally got some, some good pitching towards the end of the year. But they yeah. um, imagine if Barco would, would have been healthy. I think it would have even, especially with what we saw Neely start to do and figure out and certainly what Sprout then started to figure out, 
they they had some dudes, and Barco would have been really, really good to have. But I think that's what you have now in, in Waldrop. You've got a lot of depth. He's finally got a guy that can close. I think he's got three or four different options. And to me, I think what he's going to do is go Neely as the closer to, to start off the year and really? put, put Caglione yeah. on Sundays and and go about it that way because that to me then that's really similar to what you had in 17 with Michael Byrne as a closer cuz he did a guy that throws hard. strikes yeah but he suits strikes and a guy and that gets a lot of people moves out the ball around. and you can throw him more than once a weekend so i, I like i like that idea if what it works to out Carson Finvold he's still around but is he going to pitch at all when he needs to one of the greatest performances of all mm-hmm. time that's what happens sometimes yeah but yeah, kind of hey, like hey, Jeff Cardozo and and uh, Waco. Waco, yeah. Hey Jeff. Yeah. So Friday night, the night that we renamed the street Steve Spurrier Way, uh, uh, later in the night, I had Russ Kibler. Oh yeah, I I yeah. talked to him too out there. That was yeah. Was I great saw I saw him, him sitting yeah. outside. I was wondering if you were going to get to see him. Yeah, I actually took care of him that night. He and his guest, and uh, I was at that what eighty four SEC tournament, and I think I attended every game. It was in Gainesville then. Yeah, and uh, that was such a thrill to me to be able to talk to him. Oh, well, that's awesome! He, yeah, that was great. So, all right, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I'm going Friday night. There we go. All right, Gator Jim, do it upright. Yeah, I ran yeah, into Russ. Take care. Uh, Russ came up and introduced himself to me, and we talked for a long time. Uh, he and his daughter. Daughter. Were there. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. It's great. All right, let's get uh, Clifford to join us next. Hey, Clifford, what's up? Hey guys, what's going on? I hope you guys are well. Yes, sir. Look, I'm going to be very quick. Uh, what I want to see our administration, Scott Strickland and um, the top brass of our athletic department, is to make sure this new scheduling format comes out, make sure that Georgia, is their feet is held to the fire just like ours. I don't want us to have to add on Oklahoma and Texas as a permanent, and then Georgia, for an example, add the likes of an Ole Miss and a Mississippi State. For the last 10 to 15 years, in my humble opinion, Georgia has had an easier, much easier schedule than Florida. And uh, they parlayed their way to the national championship by playing the cripples and the blinds. So I want to see if we're going to have a tougher lead, a tougher uh, uh, side. I want everybody to have to be on the same, uh, play that same tough schedule. And I want to make sure, because to me, our after our Florida has been taken advantage of. I don't know who's allowed Georgia to schedule such a soft schedule for the last 10 years. And maybe I'm exaggerating, but for the last forever in a day, they've been playing a softer schedule. And it's like, we said, who, who signs off on that deal? And I don't want us to let the SEC, the guys in Birmingham, just stick something to us without us giving some pushback if, we got to play a tougher schedule. Hell, Georgia need to play a tougher schedule. I don't disagree, and I do think that Georgia's gotten a little easier schedule, but they've also had the best team. Then that's been part yeah. of the problem. But uh, no, look, the fact that Georgia has played Texas A&M one time since Texas A&M yep. came to the league is not right. I mean, th- I- I've said this a million times: it's lazy scheduling. They've done a terrible job of scheduling. And hopefully when they come up with whatever system they come up with to do it, it's balanced. And it's everybody plays the same number of games on the road and everything. Whatever. But it can't be like it was 
before when Georgia played one game against a team in the SEC. Right. But let me ask you, but our side of the, our athletic department has to sign off on that, right? We have to agree that. Yeah, not necessarily. Okay, you, you have feedback, you have input, but in the end, the SEC is going to do what the SEC is going to do. Well, well, I, uh, I don't, I just hope that we a little more aggressive this time because I, that, that sucks. Well, let me tell you what, Jeremy Foley was very aggressive because the reason Kentucky got moved to earlier in the season was because Jeremy Foley pushed for it because they were tired of going up there every other year and be freezing and and the grass be all dead and everything. So they, they did that. So they've done, they've been aggressive, but you can only get so much to change with the, with the conference. I'm hoping that this, this new system with the pods, if they do the pods, nobody's even sure if they're going to yeah, do the what's pods gonna, or but, not. Yeah. But Clifford, you're right. They they should there should be some type of system. Obviously, what the NFL does and the Super Bowl champ has the, the yeah. hardest schedule after right. that. There should right. be something done that with with all the technology there is to to put in numbers and ensure that it's more fair. Well, that would be it's something really they, easy to if do if they did it like the NFL does it, and they go okay. Georgia, uh, here's your you schedule. You won the conference. You get here's Alabama, Oklahoma, Texas, um, Tennessee. It's, it should be that way. I, I'd be fine with yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. In Florida, you get Miller. Vanderbilt, South Carolina. Yeah. Even it out. Make it more parity. Yeah, that's all I want. You, you, we shouldn't have to play LSU and Auburn, and then they play Ole Miss and Mississippi State. As, you know, on a, you know, as their permanent no. You know what's interesting, Clifford, is does the Florida LSU rivalry go away? Hopefully, yeah, it won't bother me at all. Georgia, it wouldn't bother me if we rotate Uh, Georgia cocktail party every other year. It wouldn't bother me that that can go away as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I know. I know most people don't want that, but I put them on a put put Georgia the annual since it may be going back to home and home or stadium and stadium. Put it on a rotating block. I, it wouldn't bother me. I know that the uh, the people in Jacksonville, the uh, mayor is very concerned about. Sure. Yeah. Of course he would be. Right, guys, Clifford, thanks, buddy. Appreciate thanks you. Right. Appreciate it. Let's uh, sneak in Rob. He joins us Rob. next. Hey, Rob. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I use that term loosely. Fair enough. Um, I'm, I'm calling I can argue with you. <laughs> I'm calling about flyovers. <clears throat> I went to the University of Colorado, and I actually graduated. And thank God Dion's there now, because in four years, four years they're going to be in the college football playoff. I'm saying it now. Wow. I think in four years he'll be somewhere else, but go ahead. Oh, all right. And uh, anyway, talking about flyovers, I think they're totally cool. Totally cool. And in Boulder, they had a one of those B-1 bombers fly over, and it scared the living you-know-what out of all the, all the uh, 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 I guess, uh, less masculine folks out there. And the city council passed an ordinance saying they couldn't do any more flyovers. Really? Yep. That's pretty yeah. brutal. I know. Well, I mean, my, my, my only argument against flyovers is the amount of money they cost. I, I think it's ridiculous. But um, they're cool, but, I mean, they last two seconds, and then you're done. So do you. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Word out. See you guys. All right, Rob. Good stuff. Thank you.
Stop it. <laughs> we'll be right back here on the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some Hold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world, so IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise we have people all over the world that we sell to so some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay we'll give you the best possible price no games played and you'll get the check or the cash whatever one you want let idc appraise what's in your jewelry box you might get a pleasant surprise sometimes they come in they have no idea what's there and then all of a sudden they walk out with a twenty-eight thousand dollar check international diamond center online at shopidc.com from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
after a warm afternoon, we'll see continued mild conditions through the overnight hours. In fact, lows by tomorrow morning only fall into the middle 50s. We'll see partly cloudy to mostly clear skies through most of the overnight. However, there is the potential for some patchy fog, especially after midnight, so that early Thursday morning commute could be slowed down just a smidge. Otherwise, we'll see plenty of sunshine tomorrow, highs in the low 80s, rain chances return Friday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. But where's the drama here? We've seen this. It's almost like when the Spurs got to the NBA Finals. We're like, oh, the Spurs. We had been there. We've seen that. And, and we've taken Patrick Mahomes for granted. Not that you need a storyline or drama per se, but I think leading up to this, is everybody going to play nice? The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, only about five minutes left. Florida softball time as the ladies try to be more dominant than they were last night. Beat JU 13-3. to Two. Oh, yeah, two. I don't like JU's chances in this game. Probably not. <laughs> it only went five innings, so that's a good thing. Well, Florida's and, got a really good team. And, and it's not surprising that Skylar Wallace had a good game. Because she's an intern. Because she's an intern at Really? Under me at the golf course. So it's four ribbies and um, Nesbitt. Nesbitt and Ethan White. Is he still an intern? Yeah. He's trying to get his degree. Yeah. Mm. Tamaya Montgomery. Track. Wow. It's a good got crew. Them all. Slop them around. Tell them. Oh, you put them ready for the real world. We love you. You're great. The. How do you feel about this? The charges have been dropped on Chris Beard. Really? Yep. So no more domestic violence charges. Well, I don't think... So, so does that mean now he is easily the number one coach to get a job next year? Boy, I tell you what. Is there still be, scars? It's definitely going to be an issue for him. Would uh, you not if you're Kentucky? If you want to get rid of Calipari, that would be can, a good... I think you can do better. Really? As, I'm not than saying, a guy that won a national title and was in the Final Four a couple times at a crappy school? I, I I don't know that you want to bring that baggage in. But, I mean, they may want – I mean, they brought in, Didn't they bring in a Patino? guy with the most – well, they brought in Calipari. Well, who had been, him too, yeah. Who had been uh, vacated in, in the at last UMass? two spots. He'd been at UMass and Memphis. Mm-hmm. So they may, I mean, I could see that, but I don't know. That'll be interesting. Uh, I'm not surprised the charges were dropped because she, they had no, they had no corroborating evidence because she, no, he didn't strangle me. These are not bruises on my neck. I put them there. Yeah, that's a ticket. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a big fan of, Domestic violence, as well, you know. Duh. <laughs> mm. 
think anybody would be. No, but uh, well, there are some people that may be. But I couldn't imagine. Even I, in our listening group, there are some people out there, and I can think of one. Okay. But I'm not a fan of his either. But he's a good coach. He's done a good job. Really good job, yeah. And they he had Texas going the right. Now, the assistant that's taken over has done a great job with them too, uh, with Texas. I mean, they're – they're probably going to be like a three or a four seed in the tournament. So they you never know how far they can go. But, um, yeah, it's its interesting. I, I, you you kind of caught me by surprise by that. I didn't know that had happened. So I That's gotta me, th- shock I gotta jock. I got to think about it a little bit. Yeah, you are shock jock. That's, that's what I think of you. I think shock jock. This number might shock you. So now with that, that win yesterday for softball – they have outscored their opponents fifty-four to two. I mean, to four, two in each. The, the giving up two runs twice, so it's four. I'm learning math, folks. But it's it's a good it's a to good tool four. to have. Math. There's calculators. Why do you need to learn math anyway? Like Brooke has taken oh, pre-calc and all this other crap that you'll never use in your life. I use it every day. Doing I use what? math every day. Doing what? D- adding things up, the, dividing things. Okay. Uh, use it, figuring out how to use. I can do that too. Okay. Basic math. What is the percentage of this? I can do that basic math, but I don't need to learn calculus. No, you probably don't. Right. So why? Why are you torturing what if kids? You want, what if you want to go into something beyond just being a regular? That would be working being. for NASA. Yeah, NASA, um, Microsoft. Big good jobs. My, I have a, a sister-in-law who works for NASA. Okay, she knows her numbers. Good. I got another one that's a, a that is a, an accountant. I so, got computers to do stats for me. I, God, Jeff. So you're basically going back to the same old argument. I don't need to read. I can watch the movie. <laughs> your goal. I just don't understand. Your goal is not to be educated in any way. No, that's not true. I'm yeah, educated no, in a lot you. of ways. No. But I don't need to learn calculus. I'm not saying you when do. When did you ever use that in your life? I probably have and don't realize it. I like calculus. I found it to be interesting. Okay. An interesting pro- like problem solving. My math. I, I like calculus. And what, what, you know, they'll, they'll teach you about in the softball game right now that you're about to listen to. What's nine times eight? 72. Okay, I just want to make sure you can get that. You can actually do all the nines on your fingers. You know I know. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right, pretty cool that softball is happening, and they'll tell you batting averages and statistics. And they'll use calculus easy to, find to that divide out. that and figure it out. That's the extent Also, of it's right there on their what I plate. Yeah. It is on the computer, too. <laughs> StatCast will do it. Jose, you crushed it again. Thank you, buddy. And everybody that called you all were fantastic as well. Final show of the week tomorrow, Darren O'Day and Judd Fabian. It'll be a good day on the tailgate. For duels, I'm Dozo. Peace out. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. 
I'm Cam Parker. Stay tuned for live coverage of this afternoon's Gator softball matchup against Jacksonville University beginning right here at 545. The number three Gators are 4-0 to start the season and have outscored their opponents 54-4. Florida Gators men's basketball looks to snap a three-game losing streak tonight as they host Ole Miss at 6-30. The Gators are currently 13-12 on the season and 6-6 in conference play. Gators swimming and diving are competing in day two in the SEC championships in College Station, Texas. In high school sports, eight area boys basketball teams, including city teams P.K. Young and Gainesville High School, will compete in regional playoff games on Thursday night. All games will play at 7 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Cam Parker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, I finally done it. It took a little while, but I switched. PXG got more distance, more forgiveness, and the quality of the materials is second to none. If you're looking to get a performance out of your golf clubs, you should try a fitting with PXG. Fantastic hands-on, and they compare your current setup to their equipment and show you exactly what you need and what you'll gain by stepping up to PXG. Visit pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG or go to a PXG store near you to schedule a fitting. And tell them I sent you. Well, I finally done it. It took a little while, but I switched. PXG got more distance, more forgiveness, and the quality of the materials is second to none. If you're looking to get a performance out of your golf clubs, you should try a fitting with PXG. Fantastic hands-on, and they compare your current setup to their equipment and show you exactly what you need and what you'll gain by stepping up to PXG. Visit pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG or go to a PXG store near you to schedule a fitting. And tell them I sent you.